Welcome to the Pearls of Wisdom podcast, where we mix business, law of attraction, spirituality, and well-being with great guests and phenomenal stories. You'll hear hints, tips, and up-to-the-minute information on digital communication from an expert in her field. Pearl has some wonderful individuals in her networks, and she will be interviewing them all at some point in the future. Enjoy your listening. Hello and welcome to the Pearls of Wisdom podcast. Now, I haven't said that for quite a while and it feels fantastic to be back doing interviews for the podcast. Now, today I'm speaking to a wonderful, wonderful lady, very close friend. and It's just an honour that she's going to be my first International Women's Day um, guest for, and I'm doing this every day in March. And today I'm speaking to Sarah Ibrahim. Welcome, Sarah. Hello, Pearl. Oh, my gosh. I'm so honoured to be back on your podcast. and so excited to be opening these interviews for International Women's Day. What a privilege. Amazing. Thank you for having me. It is a pleasure. Now, what what I'm going to do, I'm going to set the scene for every one of these interviews. And like when I started talking about this project it's just gone mad. I've got at least 40 fantastic, strong, empowered leadership women that have jumped on board and that are going to be a guest on the podcast, which will run the whole of March. Yes, we know that International Women's Day is the 8th of March, but in the last few years, it's literally gone from the beginning of March to the end because there's so much that we can share. So I'm going to read from every one of my guests. I'm going to read from their um, Facebook profile because we've been running this through Facebook. And your your profile is fantastic, Sarah. Now, say. Sarah is an inspiration coach for women on the rise, a soulpreneur, a manifesting goddess. And I can attest to that. She is fantastic (laughs) when it comes to manifesting. She loves human design and she is a single mama. You are fantastic. You really are, Sarah. Thank you, my love. I'm right back at you, as you know. It's it's just, I mean, I know sometimes we go months when we're really busy and we don't chat to each other yeah. and then it will be, we'll be chatting five, six, seven times a day. And yeah. The way we align in the work that we're doing, it's just wonderful. And you are so inspirational. I know this is International Women's Day, International Women's Month. But before we start, can you give us a bit of background? What are you doing at the minute? Because I know you're doing fantastic things. Yes, absolutely. Of course, I can give you some background. So um, as you identified already, you know, you and I had gone through a little period where we hadn't spoken much because we've both been crazy doing other things. Um, and I can see you picking up massively as well. There's no way that you're not at the moment, which is awesome to see. And also for myself, I had been taking time to kind of integrate a lot of the stuff that I've been learning. So those people that already are familiar with me and familiar with my work will know that I am constantly in the self-development space and, you know, learning new things and implementing new systems and, you know, just really trying to better myself and up level. Yeah. And what happens is I get to a point where I'm like, I can't learn anything more. I need to, you know, put some of this into practice. My brain is full and I need to actually use it instead of to continue to learn. So that's kind of what happened throughout January. I was just, you know, really trying to um to to make use of the knowledge I picked up and to make the changes in my business that I wanted to see come to fruition. Come February, 
I decided that, you know, I was going to really place emphasis on listening to my body. And what I mean by that is to relinquish control of pretty much everything, you know, because I think quite often we get caught up in a cycle, don't we? We're like, I'm not doing enough. I need to do some more. You know, even if you've already done kind of the the essential things in your day, in your business day, for example, maybe you might get up, you might check your emails, you might do a post on Facebook and so on. You've done tick, 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 all of those things. And yet you feel guilty for then just kicking back and taking your child to the park or for, you know, for not doing more or creating more or showing up more. And we get caught in this cycle sometimes where we're just constantly pushing ourselves and not giving ourselves a chance to receive all the blessings that are there for us because we're so busy trying to force things to happen and make things happen on our terms. And you know, Pearl, as well as I do, that's just not how the universe likes to deliver to us. We have to give our beautiful universe, give God a chance to deliver the blessings that are meant for us. And in order to do that, we have to be ready to receive. So I decided, do you know what? I'm going to listen to my body. So with which I decided one day, you know, I had this list of things I really wanted to do. And I thought, have a freaking nap, girl. Have a nap. That's what you want to do. And so I did. And what happened, Pearl, was amazing. And this is testament to doing this process, right? I lay down and I was absolutely knackered and my eyes were watering. And instead of sleeping, I went to some space where I was able to channel this program. And all of a sudden, 20 minutes later, I sat up, I wrote down all the things that had come into my brain during this 20 minutes I've been laid down and tranquility was born, right? So tranquility, is is it all right to mention this now? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Tranquility is a program that was kind of divinely downloaded to me during this nap in inverted commas, which actually is the perfect time for it to be delivered to me because it fits exactly with what the program is about. And so what it is, is a 21-day experience where I'm going to be delivering really short five or 10-minute trainings every single day um, into a Facebook group to teach people how I have connected with such serenity, such tranquility, such inner peace. Because don't believe me, Pearl, this is new for me, right? You know, I've, I've been at peace for a long time, essentially, but not on a day-to-day basis, you know, things happen, things upset us, things challenge us. It's called life. I'm able to find my way back to calm so much faster than I ever have been. And that is truly a gift because, you know, I've got a two-year-old. Hello. (laughs) Things happen fairly often to rock the boat. And to be able to know that my soul is is just essentially unshakable is... that puts my my mind at peace straight away, you know? And so I just really had the overwhelming sense during this kind of nap that I had some really special gifts to share with the world and the gifts being this peace I feel. Now, I don't think I can give somebody peace. I absolutely can't. Each person needs to find their own. But what I can give them is the tools that have and do work for me. So over the 21 days, there's going to be 21 different tools. And out of those 21, Maybe 21 will resonate with you. Maybe only five will resonate with you. I don't know. But whatever ones that do resonate, you'll use them, implement them, and you will start to see the benefits. And so my vision for this is really that I get, you know, I'm able to reach as many people with this message as possible because I just really think that the more we radiate out peace into the world, the more that is the vibe that's received and the more the ripple effect of that is felt by others. It's like... 
when you walk into a room and somebody's angry, you can sense it straight away. Yeah. In the same way, when you walk into a room or you you have a conversation with somebody that has just got that sense of calm and tranquility about them, you feel it too. And it's catching. Yeah. And so then you pass that on and so on. And so this is the reason why it's just £17 to join. Um, and, you know, and I'm really thrilled that ladies are jumping in on this experience right away. On the back of that as well, just to say, Pearl, because this is ties in with the International Women's Day thing, you know, that we sometimes we feel like we're not doing enough and sometimes we feel like we need to be doing things in a certain way. Right? I've, I've been selling this program. You know, I've got a bunch of ladies that have joined with no website, with no landing page, with no start date. Hello. Right. So it's possible to just do the thing without feeling like you've got to have all this structure and stuff in place. Like I know it's happening in March, but I don't know exactly what the start date is. And I just really wanted to to share that here on this on this podcast. That was something that was on my heart this morning. I thought I just really want to share that, you know, you don't have to have everything perfect, right? That you can do. You've got all the resources inside yourself. And if if you are if you are speaking from your heart, if you are coming from a place of service, people are going to see that and recognize it and they're going to jump in with you. And that's exactly what's happening. That was a really long answer to a short question. So there you go. (laughs) It is wonderful. And this is what I say to the listeners. This is why I love Sarah so much. She is such an inspiration. When we, I, I urge everyone to go and listen to the first interview that we did because it is the most popular episode I've ever had on the Pearls of Wisdom podcast. And people flock to it because you know your stuff, Sarah. You say things in such a way that it gets everyone excited. And we all feel that, yes, we can do it. You take us with you. You don't say something and we sort of listen and think, oh, yeah, but Sarah can do that. I can't. You make it approachable that everyone, you inspire us, as I say, you inspire me every single day. And it's wonderful. It really is. Bless you. Thank you. And I think that's so important, you know, for us as leaders to be able to communicate in a way that is inclusive you know it's all fine and well going well do this and do this and do this and for for the longest time I looked at people thinking yeah well that's okay for you you've got loads of money it's okay for you you haven't got a kid it's okay for you you know how you're paying your phone bill it's okay for you you've got you know a, a husband that provides for you whatever all of these reasons why it was okay for that person yeah. but nothing was working for me when the truth was the reason that it wasn't working for me was because I wasn't allowed it to was because I didn't have that unshakable faith that I just knew that I was following my heart I was taking the steps I was following my nudges and my guidance and you know walking with God by my side and 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 failure was not an option of course under those circumstances and yet I still persisted push 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 try and make things happen and it doesn't work it's not our plan it's not our plan no And this is where I'm going to touch on the International Women's Day um, and the actual topics that we're using for this year. Now, I've spoken for International Women's Day probably for about the last five years now. So it's something I really get into, but it's really taken off this year. But there's always a set hashtag that um, the IWD will use. And currently we are using choose to challenge and where you were actually saying that you've stepped up you've challenged yourself and you're almost asking other women to say right yes 
step up to that challenge. That 21-day programme is almost you challenging yourself to say, right, I can do those 21 days. I'm going to see what tools resurrect, uh, uh, react with me and actually resonate. So what would you say? That what is it that you choose to challenge, Sarah? I choose to challenge the belief that it's hard, right? Because I think sometimes we don't do something. Now, this doesn't necessarily apply just to business. It can be in any area of your life. Maybe you don't ask the guy out. Maybe you don't do your driving lessons. Maybe you don't launch the program, whatever it is. Because we have this story that is hard. It's hard. Everybody else can do it. It always works for everybody else. But I'm going to be the solitary person on this on God's green earth that it doesn't work for. <laughs> and we've got these ridiculous notions that we truly believe because we hear it in our own voice. And I choose to challenge that, right? My gift is to empower others, especially women, because, you know, I resonate with them. Go figure. I am one. <laughs> yeah, though. Um, and I just really think, you know, that the more and more women that we can build up as uh, instead of tearing down for a start, and the more women that we can get um, connected with the facts that they have got so much power within them they just need to believe that and the moment that they believe that my gosh it's a different world they start to fly right they don't need to worry about whether they're going to take the driving lessons because they're now flying (laughs) and it's just a different world and that is what you know that's what makes my heart happy is to, to suddenly see when somebody gets it yeah, that they suddenly see their own worth, that they suddenly are, are open to a new perception. Like they can see themselves the way that others see them. There's gold in that, absolute gold. Yeah, it is. And you saying that, it actually reminds me the first time I spoke for International Women's Day, it would have been four years ago now. And this literally, it popped up as a memory on Facebook. And this is what has literally launched this whole month of podcasts because I shared it. And then I had a message from someone that runs the brainstorming network group. And I think you you can find that on Facebook. And they've asked me to co-host all of the month of March. So all of these podcasts, I am going to be sharing on that group afterwards so that we can actually share that and just see and it's literally I know it all came about LinkedIn anyone that knows me my background social media that's it I've been called a Jedi and a guru and all ninja all these (laughs) different things but I know my social media and literally on LinkedIn someone had posted when I was working with government those four or five years ago and said looking for someone that works in a male-dominated area, woman that is at the top of their tree. And two people that I was working with put my name down. And this person reached out to me. And she was a sixth form teacher in a school in Essex. And literally, I said, yes, they asked me to come and speak. And I I spoke about my story. And that was the first time I'd ever stood up in front of a large audience. I was told I was going to see the sixth form. Thought, great. When I turned up, they'd cleared the whole hall. They had all the girls from year seven, first year at secondary school, right the way through to sixth form. The whole assembly hall was full with over 300 girls. Wow. 
and, so, and say that, I mean, yes, I mean, talk about baptism of fire. But like we said, this is what we do. You challenge yourself and people say, can you do this? Never done it before in my life, but I'm going to say, yes, I'm going to step up and I'm going to do it. I love that. And I just talked about all the different places I'd worked, what I'd done. I told them how girls can be empowering and I got three standing ovations and I went on to mentor some of the girls afterwards. Now, this is what International Women's Day can do, which is why I love it so much, because it empowers not just us wherever we are in our career. We have the chance as a voice, as a strong, powerful woman to actually inspire children, to give them an idea of where they want to take their career and show them they can achieve everything. Take away the stereotypes that, yes, girls are pigeonholed that they have to wear pink. All right, it's my favourite colour and I'm very girly, but we take that bit out of the equation. Girls can go into STEM. I'm a digital communications person. I can go up against most guys and I can write a better website than them. I know the code behind it and I can tie them in knots. And that's a good feeling. That's a powerful feeling to have. But it's showing girls they can do that. You're going to find that children as young as five can now code. There's wonderful apps. I'll have to look it up because I did work with the telephone company three and we actually worked with the school and we trained children to actually code games and everything. It was wonderful. So enough of my waffle, but you can (laughs) see, you can see why I've chosen this. Yes, absolutely. Your passion comes shining through, my lovely. And the potential for that. Yeah. Once we've done this, we can maybe do it every year or grow from it and everyone take a leaf out of whatever someone said, even if there's just one sentence yeah. that people resonate with. Yeah. They can just run with that uh, and just and just say, I know a lot of inst- International Women's Day, they do a lot about diversity and gender. Now, bear with me because I'm going to look, I'm going to have to look this up because I don't know everything off by heart. But I was talking to Sarah earlier, we were talking about this over the weekend. But there are lots and lots of statements that International Women's Day are actually saying that that we will stand up for. And now, one that really resonates with me is I will celebrate women's achievements. And I think that's one that you and I were talking about that we both resonate with that. 100% 100% Pearl, 100% because, you know, the sisterhood is something that should never, ever be underestimated. Like me personally, I spent a lot of time avoiding girls and women as friends because I had gone to an all girls school when I was, you know, 11 to 16 and I absolutely hated it. Um, and I was bullied for like two or three years of it, and, you know, to the point I wasn't going to school and I didn't want to go. And, you know, I've realized since then, even only just six months ago, that actually my posture is terrible. And I've connected with the fact that my posture is terrible because when I did used to go to school, I used to sit really hunched up because I just didn't want these girls to kind of see me. It was like a protection thing, which is ludicrous because, of course, they could see me. I was larger than life, sat right in front of them, you know. <laughs> but you, you understand what I mean. It was like, you know, kind of almost like that fetal position while I was sat and that's followed me through you know I never have my shoulders back so I'm consciously having to do that now and you know I just remember those times where it was just like thinking to myself if we were boys 
if we were boys, we would just go outside and punch each other in the face and it would be done and dusted. But we're girls. And so we have to be horrible and and talk horrible about each other and, you know, talk about each other behind each other's backs and make each other look silly and, you know, and all of this stuff. And I just thought it's just, and I realise again, that's a huge stereotype. So forgive me. But, you know, that was how I felt at that time. You know, that is my truth. And and it was a horrible place to be. And it just really made me so, so wary about women because I just thought, Girls are backstabbers. Girls can be really bitchy. Like, this is just plain horrible. They're being spiteful with the intention of being spiteful. And I can't get behind that. And so there started kind of a 10-year, 15-year period where all of my friends were men. Like, you know, and, and it was platonic. It wasn't even necessarily anything like that. But... You know, I actively sought out boys and men to be my friends. And to this day, you know, a couple of my best, best, best friends, they are men. So it took me until I was maybe 27 or 28. So this is a long time from like 12 years old to start to let women in again. And as it happened, it kind of happened gradually because I was very, very wary, as you can imagine. And, you know, finding all these reasons why it wasn't going to work you know oh I knew that this would happen and and I was just finding fault where there wasn't one and then these couple of girls they got under my skin well that was it right the next thing it was like I couldn't imagine living or breathing a day without them like they were me and I was them and I didn't know where I ended and they began and and vice versa and I was like oh my god this is what I've been missing all this time like there is nothing like is there Pearl there is nothing like you know, having that time with your girls where you can just be you and say all the things other people don't understand and be all the things that you just are and you don't even have to be anything. You can just be, you know, even if you were in a mood and you didn't even say anything, they would still love you just the same. They would still be so happy that you were there just the same, you know, and and if you were skin, they'd rather pay 10 million pounds for your wine all night and have you there, then then not have you there and leave you sitting indoors on your own, you know, and that was a bit of a silly example, but you know what I'm saying, you know, and like they live and breathe, they die for you, yeah, like this is your sisters, these are your best friends, these are your girls, right, and there's there's nothing like it, and as close as I am to my male friend, there's not even a comparison to the to the female contingent, and so that now has been something that I've intentionally sought out because what I've realised is that when women support women, something incredible happens. Like it holds so much magnetic force that together we rise. Yeah, together we rise, and if we hold that sense of community of sisterhood, at first and foremost in our minds and. And come from a place of knowing that there is enough for all of us. There's no competition. There's no competition. No one can do me like I can. And no one can do you like you can. And yeah, sure, there's billions of podcasts out there. But nobody's podcast is like yours, Pearl, because you're the only one that can do that. And nobody's coaching is like mine, because I'm the only one that can bring me to it. And so when we all get behind this way of thinking and support each other and celebrate each other's wins, because, oh, my gosh, you know, if you can. The thing is, for me, right, I think if I can celebrate that somebody's had a million dollar month, then what that means is that it's possible for me too. It means someone's done it. So that means I can do it. I'm not looking at them thinking, oh, my God, I'm never going to do that. Why? How? It's so unfair. Oh, my God, this thing is doable. It's possible. It's feasible. Let's go. And if we can all get behind that way of thinking, my God, we changed the world. 
Yeah. And this is so true. And as I said at the very beginning of the introduction, you are the manifesting goddess. You really are. The conversations we have, oh, it might, it, we <laughs> might go peaks and troughs and we'll be saying to each other, well, we're, what, what are we going to make this month? And then suddenly you, you just have to do one of your lives and suddenly it all just rolls in because of the inspiration and the way you work with people. And it, is, it shows once you put the work in, Yep. These things come. Everyone says, like when we talk about the law of attraction, when we all first get into it, we read the books and people make it seem like that it's magic and it can happen just because you think about it. Yeah. Suddenly you're going to have a million pounds and it doesn't quite work like that. The like universe that. will bring that vibration. You have to be at that level and you have to do the work as well. The <laughs> universe doesn't do it all but it's almost getting to that stage where we understand and say, yes, we're at a level that the things we want, we are resonating at that level and that's what we're going to call in. And if we can share that with young girls at the start, I mean, if I'd known that at the beginning of my career, where would we be now? It would just be wonderful. Yeah, absolutely. And this is how we change the world one person at a time. You know, if you just, even if just one person listening to this podcast, like at a later date, just one person suddenly has this light bulb moment then do you know what this conversation is for you it's for yeah. you and that's that and I truly believe that you know whatever's coming out of my mouth now whatever's coming out of your mouth during this next you know half an hour is because somebody needs to hear it now they might not hear it today they might not hear it tomorrow but when they hear it they'll know that the message was for them most definitely most definitely and going back to where you were saying at school and where yes you tend to resonate with boys yeah like you I started off my secondary education in an all-girls school the boys school was across the road and we weren't even allowed to cross the road we had to go further down we weren't allowed to meet each other or anything it was this was how bad it was but you're taught then you don't have the worries that when you are actually in a classroom setting you don't have to think oh there's a boy looking at me you're just thinking on the subject you're concentrating on the topic that you're working in but then when they say now, like a lot of the STEM um, subjects, the um, science, technology, electronics, economics, maths, things like that, engineering, it's always been a male-dominated area. Yeah. But when we look at the school and the subjects, it's girls, it's females that actually do better in these areas. And it's about time we say to everyone, if if we've got someone listening to this and they're saying, yes, I want to get into that, this is where we empower them and say, yes, you can, that you can, you have, you have the abilities and to know that the sky, the sky's the limit. You can, whatever you can dream, you can make it happen. And when we say you reach for the stars, because even if you don't quite get there and you drop off, you're a damn sight further than if you don't reach for anything. If you set those goals high, at whatever age you are, you're going to grow and build a phenomenal career, a life, and something that you can resonate with everyone. You really can. 100%. And I think the key thing here, Pearl, is to just really get across the message that, you know, don't let anybody tell you that you can't. Don't let anybody tell you that you can't. And that includes you telling yourself, right? Because at the end of the day, what's the worst thing that's going to happen? You're going to try and either you're going to succeed or you're going to learn a whole bunch of stuff. So there's no con about it, right? Yeah. Just do the thing. Just do the thing because you'll surprise yourself. I guarantee you. 
Yeah. I mean, if I, you saying that is just reminding me that, do you remember this time last year where we were just going into lockdown, you and I were talking practically every day and we yeah. were saying, what are we going to do? Where are we going to go? We had all these ideas, but we hadn't done anything with it. And literally when we, we're a year on, we've got our businesses, we've got programs set up. Yeah. We've been radio presenters. We've yeah. spoken <laughs> on different events. We've got networks that cover the globe. We speak to people we, I've run retreats, you've run your challenges, you've run your programmes. It's If people had said that to us this time last year, would we have believed it? It's just fantastic. It's phenomenal. It really is. And I think sometimes as well we get stuck, don't we? Or we believe that we're stuck because we have this preconceived notion about something which we think should be happening. So, for example, in January, I knew that I wanted to just, like, you know, integrate, as I said. What could have been happening was I could have been thinking to myself, ah, nothing's happening. No ideas are coming. Why haven't I got, you know, another program? What am I going to do? And I could be telling myself all of this stuff and feeling like I'm stuck. And the more we buy into that story, the more we actually make it a reality. And before you know it, oh, yeah, you are stuck, girl. (laughs) But it's a mess of your own making. And the good news is that you can get yourself out of it relatively easily by stopping with that story. But I think that the the main thing to get across here is that, you know, just because you're not so heavy into the doing doesn't mean that you're not doing anything, right? Actually taking the time to integrate, to rest, to recuperate, to recover, to, to refill your cup, recharge your batteries, to be with your family, to be out in nature, all of that is doing as well but just in a different way, in a more feminine way, we say, don't we? It's the feminine energy and there has to be a balance. And I think we are, we overlook it sometimes, as I keep saying, we get too caught up wanting to do, do, do instead of BBB. And it, that's exactly the thing, isn't it? It's not about doing, it's about being. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And it is, it's just, it's understanding and taking that time for yourself. Like you say, and, that's when the biggest shifts happen. Uh, it really is. It is, and it's also not beating yourself. I, I've from where I worked with corporate, I had so many regimented things that I had to do, and yeah. I can remember again this time last year where I was saying I need to do this, 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 and this, and I gave myself such a massive list. And if I didn't do it all, I was I be angry. I might do all all nine of ten on the list, but because I didn't make the tenth. I was angry. And yet now, because everything's different and I've got into a different routine, sometimes I do my morning routine, sometimes I don't. It depends how the mood takes me. I feel a lot better when I do the morning routine with meditation, gratitude, journals and everything. But it's knowing it doesn't matter if you don't do it. And it's understanding that. It doesn't mean anything about you. That's one of the like really... um, significant bits of learning that I have done this year is to to know and understand that nothing has any meaning apart from the meaning that I assign to it so if I miss my morning routine one day I can spend the rest of the day telling myself oh my gosh I'm such a bad mom I'm such a bad like spiritual student such a bad person I can't believe I'm lazy I can tell myself that all day does it help no it does not Or I could just say, do you know what? This morning I decided to honor my body and sleep a little bit longer and I feel better for it. 
and that's all good. And I'll just do my morning routine tomorrow. You know, it's looking at these things and thinking, okay, which of these makes me feel good and how can I do more of it, you know? Yeah, it is. And this is where this, again, the listeners will hear just how much we resonate and we are so alike. I'm going to go back to school, if I may, and just to ask this question. <laughs> Your career, very similar to mine, it, it's gone in a very different sort of path I mean what at school what was it you wanted to do oh my gosh at school I really wanted to um like run a chain of hotels I wanted to have my own chain of kind of boutique hotels and go into hotel management which funny enough that you ask this on this on the, on the subject of International Women's Day because what I discovered was that it's a very male-orientated environment, right? It was, you know, there were not many women at the top of this game and actually it was a whole lot of work for like not a whole lot of money. Um, and that was kind of what put me off. Not that I'm work shy, but I just thought, you know what, if I'm going to do something that's going to take so much of my 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 being, then I want it to be something that sets my soul on fire right? Not something that I think, oh, that would be nice because that's not going to carry me through. There's not enough energy behind that to carry me through. But so, yeah, I, I soon went off that path and I was like, oh, I don't know what to do. Then I thought something about computer engineering, but that was just purely because of a money thing. And my gosh, I found it excruciatingly boring. Shock. <laughs> and then I found myself working as a PA and I kind of learned everything from the ground up. Um, just by accident and I attempt 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 so I've worked for so many different firms Pearl we would not even have time to touch on them all right now but suffice to say that I know a little bit about a lot of companies right and that's everything from you know banking construction finance media you name it I have done it and worked there I probably know somebody who works there now um but it taught me the skill of adaptability and it taught me about people. And this is one of the leading things that people say about me, people notice about me, you know, that my energy is is infectious, that I am able to build and maintain relationships really quickly and really easily. You know, my the people that are in my energy, they know about it. You know, they feel loved, cared about, heard, seen, understood. And this is what I've learned from just, you know, having to constantly land on my feet, you know, going into these new workplaces, sussing people out, ascertaining what needs to be done. Who are the key people that are going to be able to help me? And these are like the, the grassroots people, the security of the building, you know, the facilities people, the meeting room people. Those lot were always my first port of let's go out for lunch and be friends, right? The ones that kind of get overlooked, the cleaners even. You know, I'm the one that knew all the cleaners' names, right? People don't take the time for that. And they're our unsung heroes. You know, this was always something that I prided myself on. And so I learned a lot about adaptability. I learned a lot about people and, you know, just kind of, reading them and I think that's what's kind of come through into my coaching now why why I'm so people-centered because of all of this stuff that's come before well I didn't know it was all leading me to here did I <laughs> but yet here we are you know and in between all of that I had a stint abroad as a holiday rep which again you know was all about making people's holidays just the best that they could be. And I didn't care if I had to get up early. I didn't care if I worked like three or four extra hours than I was getting paid for each week because I just so genuinely wanted people to have the best possible holiday while they were there in my hotel, my hotel, you know, in the resort where I was, you know, and if I could help them and I would see them on the beach on my day off and they would always be talking to me and other reps would be like, Sarah, doesn't that get on your nerves? I'm like, no, 
No, I love it. I'm here for them. I'm here for the people. And I suppose now I'm saying all this, it was, all of this is kind of my training for being a coach, you know, that it's all about the people. It's all about being of service. It's all about being able to help and connect people up with whatever it is. In the here and now, it's about connecting people up with their the belief that with the empowerment, you know, reconnecting them to their, their soul's desires. But in the then, it was, you know, connecting them with a restaurant that was going to create magical memories for them that they'll never forget. And when they think back on that holiday, they remember me by default, which is, you know, it's an amazing gift. Anyway, there you go. Another long answer. (laughs) This is wonderful. And this is, again, why I asked the question, because anyone listening, no matter where they are on their career, and if someone's listening and they think that their daughter could resonate with this, by all means, let them listen to this episode because we can run through and see and it made me think because what I do now is so completely different to what I was going to do yeah I mean I was I was going to study law I was down to study law at Cambridge I was all done all this I was going to be a barrister I was going to go into politics and I was going to be prime minister now that is what when people used to ask and I I haven't said that for years now but that was my plan and when people say what are you going to be and I said I'd say I'm going to be a barrister and I'm going to be prime minister they'd look at me but I was of an age that people thought god yes she she actually means that i used to head the debating societies and saw all this but then i found boys after we'd said about not having an all-girls school sort of boys got in the way of my a-levels a little bit and i kind (laughs) of messed them up and so i ended up the, the fellow i was with at the time had the gift of the gab he was good so we ended up we worked in pubs I'd had a Saturday job going doing my exams where I worked in a pub yeah and then then you get to the age I was doing the waitressing and then they said oh you, you're pretty you can go behind the bar so I got us a job in pubs didn't use my brain at all but oh. it was good to work with people and yeah. I can say that yes I've cooked for some famous people then I went and did my degree as a mature student and I'd had my children by then and I redid everything and I thought rather than doing a topic that yes for law if you haven't got the right connections it's very very hard to get your foot on the ladder so I thought right do what I love so I did English now here's me digital tech supposed to be in that side but I did English and it gave me a fantastic grounding because I could write a reasoned argument and English will take me everywhere yeah now and it is it's just and then not only did I do that when I did my degree I did it full-time I set up my first company and I got divorced from my husband in the same three years so when people say you can't do something. Yes, you can. You don't know until you're up against it just yeah. how much you can do. And from there, it's taught me so many things. And like you were saying, the way spirit works with us, we're both, we, we do so much with the law of attraction and we are spiritual people. I know now all the communication piece, the doing my English degree, that has now set me on the right place so that I can help others to communicate Mm -hmm. so I can be the voice for others when it's needed to be but anyone listening at any level just listen to the work that Sarah and I have done and how you get an idea and you pivot don't think because you've gone down one path that that's where you have to stay if you don't feel that you're meant to be there you can move across you really can I mean I can remember 
when I first, because again, I ran my first company and then I thought, no, I want to earn money. I did the temporary. And because I run my own company, they put me in as a PA at high flying companies. It drove me mad because I was used to being in the boardroom, running the meetings, and I had to take notes instead. But it <laughs> did teach you just what you could do. But I thought, no, I want to go into communications. And I used to apply and apply and apply. And I'd set up my own website. I'd taught myself, self-taught, built my first website and everything, started doing all the promotion on wow. social media when it was all brand new. And I remember this recruiter writing to me and saying, why are you applying for this? What experience do you have? So I looked at what she'd done and she'd just moved the month before from a completely different career. So I went back, well, what do you have? What gives you the right to say what you can do? And it really shows, I mean, literally, well, when I see now, I went from being a PA doing my own social media. And then when I changed roles, the first role I got in social media was the Evoke launch for Jaguar Land Rover. Now, that's quite a nice thing to land. And then if I'd have listened to that recruiter and gone back in and said, oh, why are you doing that? You're not qualified. I wouldn't have moved on at all. No. But you just go with what with your gut, what you feel is right, but and you'd be amazed how far you can get. I think something that's just coming to me now is to share that, you know, it hasn't always been this way. Like, you know, if you've never had anything to do with me before, you know, based just on this one podcast, you might think I've had quite a charmed life, you know, and I've done this and I've done this and I've had fun and now here I am and, you know, and I'm all really happy with it, which I am. However, I just want to point out right here, right now, that it doesn't matter where you are or how much you perceive that things are going wrong, it's never too late to turn it around. And I tell you that from a place that just... Three years ago, I was very heavily into the party scene, right? And everything that went with it, we'll leave it at that, okay? And, you know, I was a holiday rep. I was working abroad. I was really partying hard while I was away. So as much as my heart was to serve and to give, and and that was absolutely true, there was this whole other side to it as well, you know? And so I was 36. I was footloose and fancy free. You know, I had no mortgage, no husband, no baby, no, no nothing. And I was living this life that I thought I was happy, right? Then I fell pregnant following a one night stand right and my world tilted on its axis right and I was like okay um insert swear words okay and so at that point it was just the catalyst for so much change and that is why you and I are sat here having this conversation now Pearl because if that hadn't happened either a I would be dead or B, you know, I would be probably sat in a darkened room somewhere having not slept for three days, you know, having been out partying and so on. So actually, everything happens for a reason. And even those things that you perceive in the moment as catastrophic, right? And this sounds terrible, but it's my truth. You know, when I found out I was pregnant, I was just like, this is the worst news that anyone could ever give me. Like, what? What? You know, it just wasn't on my radar. It took me three days to come round and, you know, I've never, ever looked back and I, you know, I would not change a thing in a heartbeat. And this is proof that the universe gives us what we, what we need. And it's not necessarily what we think we want, but it's only in hindsight that I can see, okay, this thing has been given to me. It's a gift that has been given to me to A, save my life and B, reset the clock. C, start me off on this new trajectory where I can use my voice and my story and my wrongdoings to help others to either like conquer their own or to avoid it completely, which in my 
my opinion would be ideal. But, you know, the point is this, we've all made mistakes, yeah? And we've all got a past, right? So don't, I don't want people to sit here and think, you know, that everything's always been sunshine and lollipops because it really hasn't, but it's just what we make of it. Yeah, it's what we make of it. And it's never too late to become something new. It's never, ever, ever too late to start. If you would have told me three years ago, this is where I would be. This is what I would be doing. This is how I would speak. This is how I would show up. I would never have believed you. Never in a million years. Even starting from the point of having a baby, I would have been like, yeah, okay, you need to go back to la la land. Ta-da. Um but this is where we are and and there's a reason for everything and so even in your deepest darkest moments the message here is this even in your deepest darkest moments there's always something there's something that's happening behind the scenes some orchestration that you're not aware of and just know that you're going to be okay you will come through it you'll come out the other side of it stronger bolder brighter you know armed with all this knowledge that you didn't have before and it's just down to us to really believe that that's the case and to make the most of it and to go for it uh, fantastic and it is i think this is just the message that we need to put out to everyone yeah um, just literally all the fantastically strong women that will be coming on throughout march we were all brought together for a reason sure. some some of some of the wonderful ladies i've known for years others i've literally been introduced to for March to actually do this but I can guarantee just already from the vibes in the group I think we're going to make lifelong friends with a lot of these ladies because we are empowering and we can support each other in so many ways when that's what you lead with that's what you attract isn't it like since you have been really stepping it up Pearl look at the people that you've attracted into your life you know like there's some really incredible names and stuff and you know and and you're one of those names to other people like people are like you know I've you know I'm, I'm connected with Pearl Cox like this is our destiny this is our star rising this is our time well it is it is and it's wonderful to actually know that I mean I've got some really big names I've got Penny yeah. Power OBE that's going to be coming on I've been connected wow. to Penny for since 2006 I think actually so it's quite a long time that I've known her and she is an inspiration and the work that she does for small businesses to help them grow yeah and Vicky Thomas anyone that's listened to Vicky Thomas the Galactic Unicorn that's an episode on the podcast mm-hmm. will resonate Vicky is fantastic she was my business coach when I was in corporate world that lady is phenomenal uh, when I know when I put something out and these people come back and say yes we want to take part I'm quite humbled because it's lovely because I, I just see it as bringing people together yep and it's lovely how it grows and how when we say we've said about vibrations and law of attraction and the universe throughout this interview but it is the universe puts the right people in front of you Hundred percent. And when you yeah. seek out these kind of experiences, like you've you've intentionally set this up, right? Then then the universe just brings you the conversations that nourish your soul, even if nobody ever listens to any one of these podcast episodes, Pearl, which is not going to be the case. <laughs> but even if they don't, you still got to have the conversations with everybody. Yeah. You still got all of that goodness that fills up your cup, you know, and starting from there is an amazing place. Oh, it is. It is, and I've just seen the time, so I'm going to have to draw this to a close for now. But before we do, for International Women's Day and for everyone listening, 
can you let everyone know how they can contact you? We will add it on the links in the um, description for the episode, but please let us know what you've got coming up and how people can reach out and connect with you. I would love to. Okay, so I touched on it earlier. Um, My new programme, Tranquility, is starting this month. Um, It's just £17. If you do want to join me for that, I would love, love, love to have you on it. You can email me at sarah at sarahibrahim.com. Um, I do have a Facebook group. It's called Perpetual Motion. Um, so hop yourselves in there um, and you will be entitled to a discount on that program. Um, and you can contact me through Messenger as well, of course. Pearl will put up my links anyway. I know that you will. Um, and yeah, Tranquility is what I've got forthcoming. But I've also got some slots available for one-to-one private coaching. For those of you that prefer, you know, the tailored experience, the more intuitive the hand-holding, the cheerleader in your corner, the, you know, the person to bounce the ideas off of, all of that stuff. Um, I love to work one-to-one because that really is where the magic happens. So I look forward to hearing from you peeps sometime soon. Pearl, thank you so much. I love you. I really love you. Love you too. Thank you so much, Sarah. And I say to all the listeners, yes, check out all in the description. All the links will be there. Uh, you can tell from the energy on this um episode we get on so well and sarah knows her stuff inside and out so thank you sarah adios thank you bye thank you for listening to the pearls of wisdom podcast we hope you have enjoyed the content shared please share with others who would like to enjoy these interviews and discussions if you would like to support the podcast please follow the link in the episode description if you want to be a guest on the show reach out and let's discuss next steps until the next time enjoy your listening